All right, I knew it wouldn't take very long, and here we are already just a couple of days uh, down the road, maybe a week at the most, uh, where we've had ministers both uh, in the pulpit and outside of the pulpit like myself who have been talking about the need for us to uh, uh, to wake up, I guess, or to uh, educate the Christian community that's following Q on where it is not leading them to the true Christ. And, uh, and here it is. The Q movement is already beginning its battle um, to, uh, to cover this issue. And it's starting out by uh, some of the major accounts out there uh, beginning to attack the evangelical pastors for their, um, for their distrust in or their promotion against the Q movement. And so that I, I cover this early. And, and the reason I'm even covering it at all Honestly, I was ready to move on. I actually was already in, in study doing something else. Uh, I was moving on past Q, but then I had people tagging me on this particular thread and mentioning it to me, and uh, and so it seemed important that I should go ahead and address it, and so here we are doing that. Now, for those of you that are familiar with the uh, the, the Twitter accounts that are out there, that's really where Q is, as it is at its largest is in within Twitter. Uh, as far as the, the followers and uh, and the content that goes back and forth. And part of that is because Q+, who is POTUS, or Donald Trump, uh, is that's, that's his primary platform. And so, therefore, it's just a, a readily created entity or area there. But one of the larger accounts in there is this Sun Q Zoo, uh, which you see on the screen right now. And, uh, and there was a, a rather long thread that was sent out uh, two nights ago. That was, This would have been Monday night, uh, July 20th. And, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and read through it first. And, and I have to admit, it's difficult for me to read through it without already trying to refute some of it. But I'm going to read through the entire thread and then go back in and discuss some of the individual elements in it so that uh, it's clear, but I want you to get it within its total context. Now, you'll see here, it starts off with, Lately... I've heard that a few evangelical leaders and pastors take issue with Q. They say Q is dividing families, and they express concern that Q is a deception being played out to deceive Christian, Christians and others. They have a difficult time reconciling their view of the end times with Q and the concept of the Great Awakening. Before Donald Trump was elected, my outlook on the future of the USA and the world was bleak. I'm a Christian, and I do take a position on biblical prophecy and eschatology in times, similar to many conservative evangelicals. I do believe the Bible teaches the world will ultimately be governed under the authority of one ruler, known as the Antichrist, and that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, will return to this, this earth, destroy Satan and the Antichrist, and initiate his perfect reign on this earth. I do believe Satan is ramping up the evil and speeding the world powers to his end goal of setting up a one-world government. Why is it so difficult for these evangelical leaders to accept that perhaps God raised up Donald Trump and Q as a reprieve to stem the tide of evil and to slow and or postpone the commencement of the one-world system for several years or generation to allow the world to see the satanic evil and the horrific crimes of our world leaders and elite. How many times have we heard Christian leaders cry out for a God-fearing man to lead our country and expose the evil of the world leaders? God answered our prayers and gave us Donald Trump who gave us the QAnon movement. 
Q has never asked anyone to follow a specific set of rules or beliefs or a specific religion. The Q team clearly has a few Christians on the team as demonstrated by the recitation of scripture and the explanation of the spiritual war we fight against Satan. Q, however, is not a minister or a missionary, and Q's purpose is not to convert the world to Christ, but to help the world wake up to the evil that pervades the elite and world leaders, and to help patriots around the world think for themselves, unite, and expose and throw off this satanic evil. Even though there seem to be devout Christians on the Q team, there are also others who may not be Christians. This movement is bigger than just waking up Christians. It's about waking up the entire world to the satanic element underlying world leaders and the largest corporations. Muslims, Christians, Buddhists, and atheists can be united around the core fun fundamentals Q espouses, which include free thought, freedom to worship, the sanctity of life, free markets, and America first. This does not mean that I as a Christian have to lay aside my essential beliefs that Christ is the only God and the only way of salvation. Absolutely not. Patriots can agree to disagree with one another on our beliefs about eternity, religion, and how God has revealed himself while being united to fight to expose Satanists and evil world leaders who wish to enslave us all. Our founding fathers are the perfect example. Some were deists, a couple were atheists, and some were Bible-believing Christians. They came together to fight against tyranny. It is my prayer that we can strive for the same unity our founding fathers had. Last point. Q is not dividing families. Q, people waking up to truth is dividing families. When other family members refuse to open their eyes to things as they really are. I will admit it is easy to become consumed with analyzing and researching and putting family to the side. This is obviously not right. Anons and patriots must remain balanced and be patient with other family members and friends who do not yet get it. They will soon understand when the arrests begin. My in-laws thought I was overboard about Pizzagate until they began to see the evidence of the Clinton Foundation trafficking children out of Haiti. Evangelical leaders would be wise to actually read the Q post and help their congregates wake others up and help us expose evil. Not trying to start a debate, but several have asked my views on end times. I do hold to a pre-tribulation rapture very similar to how Behold Israel believes if you've ever if you've ever had the chance to listen to him. I am not dogmatic on it though and admit I could be wrong. Okay, now that last statement in there, that very last in there is separate. I mean you can tell by the dates on there it is a separate entity to the, uh, the rest of the thread, but I think it still holds some relevancy to the position which this particular Q supporter follows. And that's why I went ahead and put that into uh, the post. Now, I'm going to go ahead and touch off on this last one first because I think it's essential that you understand, again, the perspective. A person who holds, holds a pre-tribulation rapture view Okay, is somebody who believes that the church will be raptured up before the seven years that occur that are referred to as the actual tribulation and uh, at the mark of the end times. And it's during those seven years that the Antichrist uh, becomes world-renowned, accepted, uh, is killed midway through, and then is replaced literally by uh, Lucifer in 
his body. He is brought back, resurrected, but with Lucifer uh, within him, okay? Which is meant to be a mockery of God in the human form of Jesus Christ, okay? So this would be Satan in the human form of the Antichrist. Now, in order to believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, it indicates that the church is going to be removed first before these major events take place, okay? Before the evil is conquered. Now, think about that. Before the evil is conquered, okay? Even before it even gets worse. So, right there, we already have a contradiction that's going on. We already have an issue that's happening. We already have a situation where they're saying, that we may have some control over when the church gets raptured. Okay? The church is getting raptured before the truly chaotic, lost times occur. And part of the reason why the times are so bad is because there are no good Christian people left. There are no saved figures on the planet anymore. And that's part of what is helping create the darkness that is going to be overwhelming, suffocating for those left here during the tribulation. Okay? And this goes back to where Christ reminded us that we are the salt of the world. Okay? The salt being not, and people misinterpret this a lot. They think that what that means is that we are abrasive, okay? Uh, or bitter or whatever. No, what it's referring to is salt was used in the first century to preserve, okay, to prolong the decaying of meat. And so Christ was referring to we are the salt of the earth, meaning we are currently the ones that are helping preserve or, or extend uh, life in what is left here. Without us, life here would decay. Okay, the human, the humanity would begin to, would just decay. It would not be extended. Its life would not be extended. And so when the church is raptured, that preservative is gone. We are no longer here to encourage. We are no longer here to, to pray with. We are no longer here to love on and, uh, and to, uh, to fellowship with the lost. So the lost have no other human being anywhere that they can turn to for support, for understanding, for comfort, for reassurance, anything. It's all gone. Because those of us that were truly doing that have been taken. Okay? So that's, that's a major component in all of this. Now, so this, this Q account is already indicating a falsehood here because if they believe in a pre-trib they believe that the times will only get worse once the church is gone this here okay why is it so difficult for these evangelical leaders to accept that perhaps God raised up Donald Trump and Q as a reprieve to stem the tide of evil and to slow and or postpone the commencement of the one world system for several years or a generation okay there is nothing scriptural that says that that is to occur. It, it doesn't even make sense. Okay? Now, rationalize this. Why would we want 
we, humanity, let alone God, why would we want to extend the, the, the issues here on earth and to have more time to expose more evil and more horrific crimes? Why would we want to extend that and prolong that versus praying for Christ to return to end that reign? Okay, this, this is the wrong way of looking at things, okay? This, this, is, this is by far the wrong way. There is nothing scriptural that says that we will be able to slow or to postpone the end times. We are not in control of it. First of all, we don't even know when it's going to occur. Second of all, we are not in control of those elements. But why in the world would we need, this is what's boggling to me, why would we need to put the end on pause so that we can wake up the world to the evils that are going on. Now, some would say, well, so that more souls can be saved. Okay, I, I can see where that comes from. I can, but that's not what's being said here. Okay, that is not at all what's being said. What's being said is, to re reprieve the, to stem the tide of evil, slow down, postpone the commencement of the one world system. This is not talking about saving lives. This is talking about trying to put off a one world system, one world religion, one world government, all of that type of thing. This says nothing about anybody being saved. This says this is not reflecting in any way whatsoever on we, we need more time so we can save more souls. That's not even implied here. It's not even remotely close to being implied here. It's just meant to put off the one world system and to allow the world to see the evil and the horrific crimes. So it's just in hopes that more people will see it happen before the one world government happens. Now, why would we need more people to see it before one world government happens? Is that perhaps in hope that it will delay the one world government? Again, this is not about saving lives. So hold on to that. <clears throat> then it says, how many times have we heard Christian leaders cry out for a God-fearing man to lead our country and expose the evil of the world leaders? Okay. It is natural, it is normal for us as, as Christians to want to bring more people to the Lord. And we do pray for somebody to come and to heal our land and to change the events that are going on and things of that nature. We do pray for that. But we do not do it just to further expose the evil. Okay, The, the, the quest in all of this is that we have good leaders, that we have moral leaders. That's what people are praying for. That's what church leadership is crying out for to God is that Please give us better leaders. Give us people that are in tune with you. 
Why would we not cry out for that? Why would we not ask for that? Why would we not want that? That makes that means natural. It doesn't make sense for us to go and, and produce an opposite effect of that. So that that is that that's again, this is not asking for salvation. Then it says God answered our prayers and gave us Donald Trump, who gave us the Q Anon movement. Okay. Let me clarify something real quick. We've already had a savior come to the world 2,000 years ago. We've already had that. It's already occurred. Okay? We don't need another prophet. We don't need another revelation. We don't need any fresh news being brought to us. It's all here. Okay? We don't need a Q movement. We don't need a world leader to do that. In fact, that's really the worst of the scenarios. That is actually, this right here is actually asking for a world leader, and, and yes, I understand this is the President of the United States, but Q is referred to as something that's going, that's where the whole world is. It's global. So why would we need a world-recognized leader and a world-recognized movement and why would we see that as an answer to prayer? There's nothing in an answer to prayer for that because again, the end times clearly indicates to us that, that what we're going to get is a one world leader and a one world system. Okay, now let's go back to the beginning of all of this now that I've indicated all of that. And let's talk about the individual steps in here. Now, it says in here, it says, they say Q is dividing families and they express concern that Q is a deception being played out to deceive Christians and others. That is precisely what these ministers are saying, including myself. Okay? Families are being divided. And by families, it means friendships as well. Close people to each other are, are not getting along. Okay? And God is not a God of confusion. God doesn't create that distraction in there. Now, granted, somebody can come to Christ and it can divide a family. Okay, But somebody can also be led away from Christ and it likewise divides a family. So it's important to acknowledge that that can happen on both sides. And so these ministers are saying, just as I am, that yes, Q is dividing families. It's dividing neighborhoods. It's dividing individuals for things. And I was right there in it. I was a part of it. Um, and I was not aware that I was dividing people in a bad way. I thought I was dividing people from being lost in the events that are going on in the world to being awakened to the events that are going on in the world. And I was doing exactly what this account was doing and, and saw it from the, the perspective this account saw it from, that I was helping expose to people the, the evils in this world not thinking that exposing it doesn't change it. Now, the thread here says they have a difficult time. This is referring, obviously, to the, uh, the evangelical leaders and pastors. Okay? And that's very specifically put out in there. That they are having a difficult time reconciling their view of the end times with Q and the concept of the Great Awakening. Okay, Now, this, to me, for somebody who claims that they... Uh, that they are a Christian and that they, you know, and, and and all of this stuff, and that they share, you know, beliefs similar to the conservative evangelicals. They're literally looking at these pastors and they're saying, okay, 
you're just having a hard time seeing where the n times and q are related to each other, and you're misunderstanding the concept of the Great Awakening. Okay, that in and of itself is foolishness. It just flat out is foolishness. And, and, and here's part of it. Let me touch on the last part of it, the Great Awakening part of it. The Great Awakening was a title that was given to a series of revivals. It was spiritual. It was a return to Christ. And what the Q movement is doing is it's using the Great Awakening not to refer to a return to Christ, but a waking up of people to the evils of this world. That's not a return to Christ. Okay, now if there are individuals that have seen the evil in the world, partly because of what they've read through the Q posts or what they've seen from Q followers, and as a result of that, they have gone to the Lord in prayer, that's fantastic. Q is not telling you to go to Christ, though, and do that. Q is not moving you there. Q is referring to the Great Awakening, not as a spiritual awakening, but as an intellectual awakening. Okay? A, an illumination that goes on. That's Gnosticism. Now, let me go back to this again. So, this person, this account is saying that basically these ministers are just having a hard time reconciling their view on the end times with Q. So, in other words, this account is saying that as a Christian... And as somebody who takes a position on biblical prophecy and eschatology, and they see themselves as similar to conservative evangelicals, they believe that somehow in all of this that they declare themselves with, that Q is just another way of understanding the end times. Even though Q does not appear anywhere in Revelation. Doesn't appear in prophecy. Okay, now this is the part where I go in and I remind people that there is no reference whatsoever in Revelation, in end time prophecy, referring to a Cyrus coming back. And so everybody who's hitching on to these nutcases that are saying that uh, they've, they've, they've had visions of Trump being Cyrus because he was referred to as Cyrus by Israel, because he moved the, uh, the epicenter of the United States' understanding of the capital of Israel to Jerusalem, because he did all this, that he's now suddenly Cyrus, and that that now is prophecy, and as a result of that, he is now a part of the end times. No. That's, that's, that's lunacy. It's not there. It is not there. Okay, now, if, you, if people want to believe that Israel calling Trump Cyrus is biblical. It's biblical in the sense that Cyrus is biblical. But it's not biblical as in now Trump is part of the end times and he's, he's helping make this thing happen any more than you and I are a part of the end times and making it happen. Okay, We are here in the existence on this planet at this time and if the end times are right upon us and they're going to happen within our lifetime, then we are a part of that as well, and we're a part of that prophecy. But we do not control it, and we don't move it, and we don't shift it. Okay, And none of that, 
none of that is real. None of that is, is, is valid scripturally. Now, again, for an account that keeps talking about how this, you know, and, and, and this is the argument I keep getting, is that, well, Q is not talking about Scripture. Q is not trying to be minister, and that's referred to here as well. Then stop focusing so much on so many elements that are. Uh, stop equating Q with the end times and the Great Awakening with the end times and with Q. And keep stop referring to biblical prophecy and eschatology if Q doesn't have anything to do with that. See, they're mixed, they're confused. And so then, and, and proof of that is as it goes on. I do believe the Bible teaches the world will. Now, all of this that's, that's about to follow, I primarily I can I can atone with. I do believe the Bible teaches the world will ultimately be governed under the authority of one ruler known as the Antichrist and that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, will return to this earth, destroy Satan and the Antichrist, and initiate his perfect reign on this earth. Okay, don't have a problem with that. I do believe Satan is ramping up the evil and speeding the world powers to his end game of setting up a one world government. Don't disagree with that either. I do believe that evil is more rampant or more visible now. And I do believe that it is leading us quickly to a one world government. Okay, And that is the end game for Satan. Now, then it goes in and says, so why is it so difficult for these evangelical leaders to accept that perhaps God raised up Donald Trump and Q as a reprieve? Okay, and I already touched off on that part. But why is it so impossible? Why is it so difficult? Because it's not scriptural. That's why. So we've touched off on that. Now I'm going to move on down here. The, the latter half here it says, Q has never asked anyone to allow to follow a specific set of rules or beliefs or a specific religion. Q has said to, to follow a specific set of rules or beliefs. Q does indicate that. Q, Q tells you to trust the plan. Q tells you that nothing is, you know, coincidental. Um, that you are to trust in humanity and trust in yourselves. Q has indicated uh, in multiple posts, as I've indicated before, that we are to to trust POTUS. That we are to uh, that in you know in 2442 that we're told that we are the saviors of mankind. Uh, there are specifics that are laid out. There are beliefs that are being told in there. Okay? Um, Q does reference Ephesians. Okay? Q isn't quoting these other religions out there. Q is quoting Christian scripture. Okay? And it's specifically Christian scripture because it's Ephesians. Okay? It is not Old Testament. It's New Testament. So it's Christianity that it's quoting. So it is promoting a particular religion in that regard. But then you have the reverse of that. There is some truth that there's not a specific religion actually mentioned in the sense that the Q team clearly has a few Christians on the team because of the reciting of Scripture. Okay, But then it explains that the spiritual warfare that we face against Satan. Satan is specific to a specific religious group. Not all world religions refer to an evil as Satan. 
this is Christian, primarily, and it's Judeo-Christian, which I don't like that term, the idea of mixing Judaism and Christianity together, you end up with Catholicism. But this is, that is a uniquely Christian perspective. Then it goes on and says, but however, Q's not a minister or missionary. And Q's purpose is not to convert the world to Christ. Okay, so Q, in other words, is not seeking to lead people to salvation in Christ. Which is precisely what evangelical ministers, pastors, myself, are saying. Q is not promoting Christian salvation. But is promoting to help the world wake up to the evil that pervades the elite and world leaders. Apparently only those that pervade. Apparently the, the, the minuscule people can't have evil pervading in them. But anyway, the evil that pervades the elite and world leaders and to help patriots around the world, globalism, think for themselves. Unite globalism, one world system, and expose and throw off the satanic evil. Okay, now, even though there seems to be devout Christians on the Q team, there are also others who may not be Christians. Okay, which means this is a mixed bag. Q is a mixed bag. Q is not Christian. It's Christian and not Christian. World, it's, in other words, they have to share a common denominator somewhere in there, and it's not Christianity. This movement is bigger than just waking up Christians. It's about waking up the entire world to the satanic element underlying world leaders and the largest corporations. Okay, so this is, this is not about Christianity. This is about world belief system. And then this is the kicker right here. This actually, this statement right here probably could be the, the, the final nail in the coffin for me regarding not only this account and how they see things, but this right here is one of the most major components of why I have a problem with Q. Muslims, Christians, Buddhists, and atheists can be united around the core fundamentals Q espouses. So, you can have a one-world system of Muslims, Christians, Buddhists, and atheists that can follow the fundamentals of Q, of free thought, freedom to worship, meaning, so all of these people can unite in the same system of freedom to worship, meaning to worship however they want to, the sanctity of life, they do not all hold to sanctity of life, okay, they don't, okay, Ask a Muslim how they feel about a homosexual. Okay? Sorry, it just it's not equal. These folks do not see these concepts of free thought. Okay? Ask a Muslim how they feel about free thought within women and children. Ask them about their freedom of worship for anyone else, for Christians, Buddhists, atheists, whatever, to have their own belief systems. Ask a Muslim if they have a, a, a shared feeling of freedom for all people to be able to worship as they should. Uh, I'll give you a hint. They don't. They don't all see a sanctity of life in the same way. Not all Christians do either. Okay, Free markets, no. There is not a belief in free markets in all of these groups. 
and America first. No, I do not think that you can say that Muslims see America first. There are Christians that don't see America first. There are Buddhists that most certainly don't see America first. And there are atheists that most certainly do not see America first. So there is not a united core fundamental that Q provides that these groups can meet within. But this is a very, very common belief within the Q movement. That somehow all of these faith systems, and atheism is one of those, it is a faith system, that they can somehow unite under one system, share these values, which they don't, and that Q is leading people to do that. That it's going to have somehow fix all these religions, all these belief systems, so that they, they do see it this way. No. Now, this does not mean that I, as a Christian, have to lay aside my essential beliefs that Christ is the only God and the only way of salvation. Okay, so in other words, this person is saying, I can believe that we can unite in one world system under the Q fundamentals and still not agree that it still doesn't affect somehow my belief that Christ is the only way to salvation. How? How can you look at all of this and still say, but I still believe Christ is the only way to salvation. Do you catch that there is a dichotomy? There's a dilemma that's going on here. And these folks that are still trapped in the Q movement don't see it. They don't understand how two-faced they are being and what they're saying. You cannot say that Q is leading people in a fundamental one system that everybody can cling to and then also say but salvation only comes through Christ but Q doesn't deal with only Christ Q is multi-belief system world belief system humanist absolutely Q, patriots can disagree, can agree to disagree with one another on our beliefs about eternity, about religion, and about how God reveals himself while still being united to fight to expose Satanists. Okay, now you can't be united, you can't have different beliefs on and what Satanism is and still work with each other. Okay? And evil world leaders. Well, not everybody on the planet sees the people that we see as evil as evil. And some of the evil that we see in these people is because of their faith system, because of their religion. That's why Muslims can look at Christians and say that they're infidels. That's why Christians can look at Buddhists and see themselves see their leadership as lost. That's why a capitalist cannot look at a communist and see equality there. They see each other's leaders as evil. So how are you going to unite to fight and to expose this if your belief system isn't the same? You're not. Okay, and our founding fathers are the perfect example. Hmm, okay. So now this is where Sun Kyuzu is going to equate the American Revolution and the seeking of an independent country or an independent government with the fighting of a satanic realm.
Some were deists, a couple were atheists, and some were Bible-believing Christians. They came together to fight against tyranny. Yes, they fought against a human tyranny, a government tyranny. Q speaks of spiritual battles as well as physical battles. The Founding Fathers were not trying to create a worldwide movement. They were just trying to create their own existing country where people were free to think what they wanted to think, believe what they wanted to believe, all that kind of thing, but all under one umbrella as one new nation. Okay, a new nation is not the same thing as what Q is referring to. Q is not referring to a new nation, unless, of course, what you want to indicate is that on numerous occasions, Q has quoted the Declaration of Independence, particularly the portion where it talks about how if your government is a tyranny, there are times where it is essential that you pick up arms and you remove that tyranny and start with a new nation. Now, in that case, you are talking about a rebellion against the system and a revolution, things of that nature. But in order for Q to be international and see it that way, that would mean the entire world would need to revolt against the systems of the world. Uh, so you would need a new one world system. We're right back to that again. It always Q always leads us back to that. Now, it is my prayer that we strive for the same unity that our founding fathers had. Okay, in order to do that, you have to do that as the United States and that unity. And the rest of the world, each country has to do that within their own countries, and it just has to be independent. The Q is a global movement. It doesn't work that way, and it doesn't promote that way. And like I've said before, if Q were trying to promote only America first, which other nations of the world are not going to promote, but if Q was trying to promote that, Q would not be posting images from people around the world saying that where we go one, we go all. It wouldn't be global recognition that is impressed by Q in drops if the plan was American only or America first. And then it says his last point, Q is not dividing families. Now, I've already touched on that. Q is dividing families, okay? Work families, church families, actual biological families, okay? Because of all of this, people waking up to truth Okay, Gnosticism, or the tree of knowledge of good and evil, is dividing families, has been since Adam and Eve. Okay, when other family members refuse to open their eyes, okay, there are some that will always remain blinded to things as they really are. Things as they really are. This is the part that cracks me up. Accounts like this and the Q movement and large refuses to see that things that are mentioned by Q about deception and misleading and mirrors, they refuse to even question whether that could refer to things that they are told by Q. Q admits that it leads false information in some of its drops intentionally to mislead the other side, whatever the other side is. So, what are we to believe and what are we not to believe in the Q drops? Nobody's been able to, to clarify that for me and they won't be able to. 
I will admit that it is easy to become consumed with analyzing and researching and putting family to the side. Absolutely it is. And I was there and I went down that. But, but here's the thing. Where it became dangerous wasn't time spent with family because let's be honest, people are not spending time with family anyway and Q is not causing that. Okay. Q though is leading people down dark holes. Is causing people to go into the deep, murky, crap that exists in the world and and live in it q does do that because q promotes you going down the rabbit trail going into the rabbit hole and going deep into the rabbit hole and trying to find truth in the middle of all this as if truth is only found in holes but it is definitely consuming people all research does and every time i try to leave discussing Q, somebody, some whack jobs show back up in my posts and you know, my DMs and require yet another one of these type of, of videos to be made and brings me back into this. And so it consumes time I don't want to be spending. I would rather be spending it analyzing and researching and, and understanding family relationships through the Bible. But instead, this is the garbage I end up in because I get all of these crazies out there. And I could ignore all of you Okay, just so you know, I could ignore all of you and move on and cover nothing but Scripture. But then there's a part of me that says, yes, but if I could lead but just one person out of that and return them to Christ, it's worth it. So that's why I continue to do what I do. That's why you're watching this video right now. Now, all of this is true. Anons and patriots must remain balanced and be patient with other family members and friends who do not yet get it. And I have news for you folks. Some of your family and friends will never understand it. Now, by, by it though, you have to ask yourself, what is the it that they're not getting? Now, for this account, it is they won't get the importance of Q. There are people that will never get and never understand Christ and salvation, the free and, and simple gift of salvation from Christ. There are those that will never get it. That's far more tragic than someone not understanding or accepting Q. And if you don't see it that way, you are in that group of lost people within Q. If defending the Q movement is more important to you than defending your faith Q has become your God. Now it says they will soon understand when the arrests begin. <laughs> this is the very anti-Q thing that, that is out there. And I've had people say this and they go, well, you know, there haven't been any arrests. So who knows where this is going to go. Until I see arrests, it's not going to happen. Well, in my previous videos, I've mentioned people are so blood hungry. They're so thirsty to see not just arrests, but executions, and they, they want to see all this stuff. They want to see the suicides happening. Actually, the suicides frustrate them, but they still want to see them happen. Uh, they're so bent on all this that, uh, they, you know, the arrests are going to make it. As soon as the arrests begin, that's, that's going to solve it. It's going to make everything better. Uh, and the new thing now is that, well, you know, we're, we're right on the edge of indictments, and so that's when you're going to see everything you need to see. And, and, and it's this carrot that's being dangled out there. And I'm not saying that there aren't going to be indictments, and I'm not saying there aren't going to be arrests, but the arrests of people, all it does is rid the earth of those individual 
sinners. Salvation rids the earth of the sin itself, a person at a time. I'm less concerned about one person that goes to jail for sinful criminal acts. I'm far more concerned about the mindset, the spiritual mindset that exists in the other people that we yet know of, that have yet to become those criminals. I'm more concerned with the soul of those individuals and them coming to Christ so that they don't become the next generation of those people that we despise. Salvation removes the issue within the heart and can stop or slow down the spread of this. Now, at the same time, though, we know, read the end of the book, you know that the times are going to get evil, they're going to get worse, not better. Now, does that mean that we are to just sit back and just not do anything and just let the world rot? No. There are souls to be saved. There are souls to be saved. But you're not going to save souls, primarily. You're not going to, to bring souls to Christ by exposing them to the pedophiles. <laughs> Here, look at this filth. Look at this. Look at this filth that's out there. That's not going to lead people to Christ. Okay, now that there may be a handful of people that that's what they need to see. But it's because possibly, possibly it's because there's something in their own heart they saw or something they've been exposed to before that they realize they need to, they're asking God for forgiveness in their own life. And that that's the purpose of salvation is to expose your heart and then to give your heart over to Christ. And that's going to happen. Okay, but people... People can come to know the Lord through reading a billboard, and, and it's not the billboard that does it. It's the Holy Spirit speaks to them through that message at that moment. Okay, so I'm not I'm not going to say that people cannot and have not come to salvation, have not returned to the Lord through things they've seen or been exposed to through the cube movement. I'm not going to say that that's not possible or that it hasn't happened. Okay, I'm not refuting that. But I am going to say that Q is not here for the purpose of doing that. Q never once says that that's its purpose. Okay, And just as this account indicates as well, that is not Q's purpose. Q is not here to be a missionary for the world. But Q is using Scripture as if it is. Now, the last thing in here, my in-laws, it refers back to, this is, you know, the, this is a, uh, if this happened, this could happen. You know, my in-laws thought I was overboard about Pizzagate until they began to see the evidence of the Clinton Foundation trafficking children out of Haiti. So this is, this is indicated to tell us that, you know, there are people out there that don't see it until you expose them to certain things. And once the evidence comes out, like once the arrests happen, there are going to be some people that are going to understand all of this. Okay. Now, what's wild is that really all this is telling us is that this individual was no longer seen as crazy by his in-laws or her in-laws because of evidence that came out. This doesn't say that my in-laws were led to Christ and were saved because they saw this evidence. It just means that because they saw proof of this stuff, they began to understand that this stuff existed, that Pizzagate was real.
Okay. Again, it's exposing the reality of it, but it's not saving anybody from it. Evangelical leaders would be wise to actually read the Q posts. Now, I can tell you for certain that the minister that I share the video of clearly did read through the posts. And I myself have read through all 4,600 plus Q drops myself because I've been involved in it since late October of 17, just as many others have been. And I get tired of hearing people say, I've been there since the beginning. So have I, okay? Doesn't make it right. Doesn't mean that you're wiser about it than anybody else, okay? Again, if you're focusing in on your knowledge of Q, it's Gnosticism. But these ministers, these leaders, I admit, they do need to read the post before they make statements. But if they are Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-filled people, the Spirit is going to convict them about what they read in those Q posts. And they are going to expose them. And they are going to help their congregations wake up to all of this. But if this individual, if this account is, is hoping what I think it, it seems to say that it's hoping for, it's saying that evangelical leaders would be wise to read the posts and then to help their congregations wake others up and help expose evil. Which implies, and I, I, I'm clear that I'm using the word implies, that this person is hoping that church leaders are going to teach their congregations how to read and distribute Q to others. Right? Now, if that's not what they're wanting, that's not what this individual account is wanting to happen, then the other possibility that comes to mind is that they're wanting the leaders to read Q and then from their own pulpits, just proclaim what Q says to their congregations so that they can then proclaim that to other people. That would be putting Q in the place of Scripture. Surely, that's not what Sun Q Su is, is suggesting. But see, it makes what they're suggesting wrong either way. They're wrong to say that the churches should be teaching Q directly, and they're wrong to say that the churches should be using Q's statements to teach their church as if it's scripture. They're wrong in both counts. Now, if there is some other way to interpret this, and, and I can see where the, maybe it's that by reading the Q posts, they will be more alert to the evils that are going on in the world as if the church can't see this already, or as if a good minister doesn't see the evil that is around them, and then educate and expose their church members on how to help save more people from the evil that is out there. But you don't need to read the Q post in order to do that, folks. You don't need to go there in order to make it happen. Now, that's it. That's the total thread that is there. That is my interpretation of what is in that thread. 
and uh, and it just further verifies for me uh, the the major major concern that I have with um, the growing amount that is going on there. Oh, and by the way, for those of you that don't understand, let me show you the, the main account here. You'll see that this account, which adds Trump's face as an idol, um, obviously has the where we go, one we go, all, you know, world system there, has 81,000 followers. Okay? 81,000 followers. So this is this is a decent sized account. Now I've had people, you know, they, they go, you know, I've never heard of Q. Q is is a, a is not a large movement, and I responded to it. There's over a hundred million, at least over a hundred million in the United States alone, uh, hundreds of millions uh, globally, if not larger at this point, that either are following Q or are familiar with Q, uh, which puts it approaching a billion at least. Uh, in the world that have been exposed to or familiar in some way with Q. And I think that's probably a conservative number. I think the number is probably higher than that, actually, uh, as far as are familiar with Q. Uh, and uh, and their response back to that was, well, that's nothing. I mean, there's like nearly 7 billion people on the planet. So, I mean, you know, millions out of billions is nothing. Uh, that's hardly an antichrist global movement. Um no, because see, if you know anything about Revelation, you understand that that when the worst of the events happen, the church has been pulled away from the planet. Okay, we're gone. Okay, we, we've been removed and we're with Christ. And so it leaves um, a, small, a smaller number of the population, for starters. Then you have natural disasters that occur that will literally blot out you know, another third of the population, you know, item by item. I mean, you have part of the sun that gets blotted out. You have uh, a death of a third of the oceans. You, you, have, you have a lot of things that happen physically that help diminish the population as well. And so the numbers that need to come to the Lord um, and need to be saved or that are left here to face all of this are, are smaller and my concern and, it, and I have to admit it part of it is through a guilty conscience um, is that people who have been led by those like myself who for three years helped promote Q or nearly three years helped promote Q um, have led people away from salvation rather than to it and we need more people to gain salvation now, not later. See, there are more people that need to come and know that they are sinners, confess that sin to Christ, and ask for forgiveness, and accept Him as their Savior, so that they will understand what is going on around them better. So they will get into the Word of God and have a firmer understanding of, of how to live their lives. So that they will not be here when the worst of all of this happens. And that's what my goal is. And anything that stands in the way 
of somebody coming to have salvation in Christ is an obstacle worthy of fighting against. And I do believe the Q movement is one of those obstacles. I believe firmly that it is something that is dis distracting people from Christ. It's bringing them into patriotism or it's bringing them into a concept of a faith in God, but that God can mean many things. And just as this account clearly indicated, Muslims, Buddhists, Christians, atheists, you know, the whole gamut can come together under Q. That right there indicates that it's not something of God. Okay, it's not leading people from Islam or Buddhism or Hinduism or atheism. It's not leading them from Catholicism and these different things. It's not leading them from those things to Christ. It's leading them in those things to Q. It's not dismissing them. It's not removing them. And that, therefore, it is an obstacle. And for those of you that are hearing this and are going, well, he would have everybody be Christian. You're right. I would. And I don't apologize for that at all. And I never will. I'm not going to sit here and tell you a lie within my own heart. I firmly believe the only way to salvation is through Jesus Christ because he said that. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the light. I'm the life. I am the salvation. I am the path. I mean, he said it in numerous ways. I am. No one comes to the Lord except through me. Okay, that is Christ. So yes, I believe that if you are Muslim, you are not saved. And when the rapture happens, or when your life ends, you're going to hell. If you are Buddhist, or atheist, or Hindu, or for that matter, if you're Catholic and you follow all the, the tenets that are in Catholicism that I've already posted videos about, you yourself are at risk for that, even though you see yourself as Christian. If you're not following New Testament guidelines from Christ and from his apostles, which, by the way, was only one generation. There are no future apostles past Acts and past New Testament. There are no more apostles. So this idea of people today being apostles, no, that's false. That's heresy. Okay, that is a false religion. But there is no way to God through the Heavenly Father, to salvation except through Christ. Period. And if Q is not, it is speaking New Testament Scripture and claiming saviors, you know, listing off people that are saviors, including us, it's telling us to trust humanity and is guiding and directing the way that I've spent this time talking about, that's foolishness. And that is a burden and it's a stumbling block in front of Christianity. We're leading people to Christianity and therefore it must be rooted out. And that is where I am. And I was a sinner lost in the Q movement. I am no longer a part of that. And I, am, I have gone back. I have turned 180 and I have gone back to where my faith is in the Word, not in the Q drop.